This is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting on this one for 10 years. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold, and I'm here with my co-host and friend, the Garnet Texan, and John. In literally six days, we will be watching week one of the 2018-2019 NFL season. How exciting is that? And then we're playing the freaking Patriots again. How exciting is that? (laughs) Well, I mean, <laughs> if we're gonna play them, this is a week to play them. No usually kidding. when they're the worst. So and we're and we're healthy. And we're healthy. <laughs> We've, I mean, this team right, this team right now. This is the best time to play the Patriots. Yeah, and we'll kind of get an opportunity to just see where we're at. Full health, quarterbacks. I mean. I'm I'm just I'm beyond excited and I'm almost kind of like almost speechless at at this point. We're getting to play the Patriots with all of our players. We're gonna have JJ Merciless. Everybody's gonna be out there. Yeah. No, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, football's back, which is you know exactly what we want. You know I can't wait for all of us to get together next week and watch the game. It's um, I think like with just anything that's going on in life as far as just like just things in general like busy and and like i just it just like hit me today like we're literally we're like i I don't know i just felt like the off season flew by and like there was no news there was no there was nothing and it gives me three hours to just kind of know that i'm gonna have three hours of the week this week dedicated to something i love only three hours well, my team I love. <laughs> Let me say that. My team I love. I, I actually... Uh, have I ever told you about the arrangement I made with my wife? No. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know if this will... If you guys like this, take notes. But uh, I have all Sunday, Monday night and Thursday nights, 16 weeks. No, 19 weeks out of the year. I'm allowed to watch just football on those Sundays, Monday nights and Thursday nights. It's not an issue at all. I don't ever get the wife at me, ever. She knows. Those are the days. I'll spend time with the kids. Parker can run into the living room and watch a game or whatever. But when it comes to, like, duties, there are no duties. Why, I don't know. I don't know what I did. I don't even remember what I said. But I've asked for only those, and you will get everything else from me the rest of the year. And uh, for 14 years, it's worked really well. Yeah, John, nothing. All right. <laughs> no, I mean, it's great. I've been blessed with a wife that I didn't know that that was an arrangement. That's just. Yeah, well, I, it's an unspoken arrangement, but I've seen so many times where men are not able to do that. No, my my, this, my wife kind of knew what she was getting into when she married me. Yeah. And her father is pretty much the exact same way. I watch every South Carolina game. I watch every Houston game. Yeah. And if there's a football game, I'm probably going to watch it. Yeah. She just grew up watching sports. Like she grew up and she would go to sleep on her dad's lap 
at North Dakota State football games and North Dakota State basketball games, she would like sleep on the bleachers. So I I think I just lucked out yeah. and married the right person. But I think that's key for it to work for <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, no, I just I, I think of like all the friends I I hear like that like, oh yeah, I didn't get to watch the game last night or like I don't know. I'm just like, you didn't? <laughs> like, what do you mean you didn't watch the game last night? I don't know. I, I part, wasn't. Of, part of me, I'm also just incredibly southern, so I didn't know that it was kind of optional that yeah. people don't watch football games. People don't, John. People don't. But to be I, honest, college I, football kind of always consumes our Saturdays. And you know, pro football's when it's what you do. It's what you do. It's what the what guys do. do. It's what you do. The women get Sundays to go do whatever they want. And occasionally they'll watch the games with us, but for the most part, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah, I don't think any of it, if we're, I mean, our listeners probably don't have that issue. If you're listening to a Texans podcast, something tells me your Sundays are probably pretty chill. Because if you're taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast about your team, then something tells me it's all working out fine and you don't miss games. So, uh, all right. Let's get into the roster. Let's get into kind of what we thought. Lots of moving parts. Lots of changes. Some shock to some people. Uh, some shock not to us, I would say. Uh, we knew Bruce was staying on the team. Let's just let's just get that out there. <laughs> there is no reason Bruce Ellington was not going to be on this team. We talked about it for two weeks. If you listen to anybody else and they told you that that was going to be the case, um, I'm sorry. But if you watch any football game, you would know that Bruce Ellington was going to was going to be on this team. It's just the way it is. You don't take away a favorite target from your franchise quarterback. Honestly, I was I was right on it, but I'm still surprised that Tremaine Pope was the first running back cut of the ones kept. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they like Buddy Howe. Yeah. I mean, he's a different back. He's a back that can do a little bit more than just run to space. Right. Um, if you haven't watched anything on Buddy Howe, there's not a lot out there, so don't feel bad. He played, he was a second string running back at FAU. So little bitty college, he wasn't even the starter. However, the reason he's exciting to run, to watch run, is think of someone like, he's very similar to the to Devonta Freeman, and Jacoz Rogers, okay. um, short, stocky, better of a cutback. Um, they're not really going to outrun anybody. They're not blazers, but they're they're quick side to side, quick agility. Uh, can catch a pass, especially those little out routes, and they'll definitely make at least the first the first defender miss. So it's a little bit more than just running to space. And they're just, and because they're thick and the way they're built, they're stocky. They're able to run enough up the middle. This is not a guy that's ever going to be a feature back. Don't rush to pick him up in fantasy football. He's not built like that. But for the guy that can come in and you're not sure if he's going to catch a pass or if he's going to run up the middle, he's a, he's a good addition. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, that's what he looks like. I was kind of surprised that they picked him up again. Billy Gang, or... Gaines. Billy Gaines. Billy Gaines. I love it. That's that's the way it goes. Billy Gaines 2020. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. He seemed to be from the Bill Parsons. <laughs> I, I, 
Yeah, no, yeah. go. I'm just going to keep going. Sure. The Parcells school of thought on developmental players have to be size speed freaks. And how really isn't that, but they're still going to bring him on as a developmental rate. And I think it's because of his ability to make people miss. And we don't have a running back that can do that other than him now. Yeah. No, I, Bill O'Brien said it very He said it perfectly today on his press conference. He was asked about Buddy Howe. He said he liked what he brought. We'll see. And that's pretty much exactly where we're at. We'll see what he does. Uh, He'll likely get a shot to play um, because of our running back situation. Uh, There will be times where he'll he'll get some carries. So with Dante Foreman on the PUP list, uh, we know that for six to seven weeks, six weeks, right? Yeah, six Six weeks, weeks we won't. We won't be seeing Deontay. So you're probably going to see some snaps from Buddy Howe. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. Uh, I I think that just adding a running back that can cut in general, because we literally don't have a running back that can cut, uh, plays a big part in this offense. Uh, so, yeah. No, he's just – he's interesting. I can't believe we picked him up. He doesn't play special teams. Again, not a size speed – Freak, but you go watch his highlights, and I mean, he's there's some really fun runs of his to watch, and then there's the one from when he was in college when he played Florida, and he just laid the meanest stiff stiff arm on on that cornerback Tabor out of Florida. That it it was just he's he's gonna be fun to watch when he has the ball in his hand. I don't know if he's gonna be the cornerback killer like Akeem Hunt, but. It is nice that we actually go out and get a running back that looks shifty because we kept getting these straight line speed running backs, which I don't really ever understand why, especially as a running back. But, hey, it'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get to some of the other stuff. Uh, I would say the shocker for most people is uh, obviously Jay Prosh being cut. I don't necessarily think that it's a uh, it's I think if this roster was stacked with running backs and we had a definitive understanding and definition of our run game, I think we would have kept Jay Prosh. I think with the state of our running backs and our run game is currently in, I just don't I think Bill came to the conclusion that you can't you can't afford to have Jay Prosh on the roster. Would you agree? You know, it's just the style of cornerback or the style of quarterback Deshaun Watson is. You're keeping Prosh more or less, not even as a fullback, but as an H back. And one of the tight ends can do it. I know that we cut Michael was Michael Pruitt, Michael Pruitt. Is that how you say his yeah, name? Yeah, Michael Pruitt. And he performed admirably as an H-back when asked to during the preseason, but he still got cut. Um, however, I think that Atkins can, can do it. Ryan Griffin's done it some. And that's still only a couple of plays out of the game. So why keep a fullback that we only used as essentially a offensive line in the back, offensive lineman in the backfield? We never did anything with Jay Prosh. We never really ran any plays that just truly demonstrated why we needed to keep a fullback. Yeah. 
when he was back there, you knew all he was ever going to do was block. Right. We can get somebody else to just block, especially with Watson as the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, what were some of the other surprises that you had? Was it was Braxton a surprise to you? No. Braxton wasn't a surprise to me either. I will say this, though. Uh, we're terrible at developing wide receivers. And it seems to be something that isn't talked about enough about our team. When you have back-to-back years of cutting a third-round wide receiver, a third-round wide receiver should make your team. Is it developing or drafting? I think it's a combination of the two. I mean, we know Rick Smith can't hit in the third round. So we'll see how it looks moving forward. We have an issue drafting wide receivers. Okay. And then us as fans, we're a little too close to the team, and we overvalue our drafts. We overvalue our guys. I would somewhat agree with you, except for the fact that I think in this specific case, and we've talked about it before, I think we both know that when Braxton has the ball in his hands, he's he's electric. He has the ability to do things that some football players can't do, uh, especially as a third or fourth wide receiver. And... And we've also talked about him being open a lot when he's on the field and the ball not being thrown to him. I just, I think with Jalen and Braxton, I think they're very similar. I I don't think either of them were truly given a shot to succeed, if that makes sense. When Jalen came into the Colts game, yes, it's the one game that Jalen had, but he was big time. And both those catches were big time catches. Those kinds of things are are understated in this league, in my opinion. Well, here's the thing about Jalen. Even in college, he underperformed his athleticism. He should have his numbers were never quite as good as what they should be for somebody that was that athletically gifted. Okay. Braxton Braxton is one of those players why I scream over and over that there needs to be some sort of developmental league. He probably shouldn't have been taken in the third round. He needed more snaps. The biggest dig on him was coming in out of the senior bowl. They were talking about how he takes four moves to run a simple route. He just never would, he could never simplify it enough. Okay. Now, when you go back and you look and you see that he was always open, and a lot of it maybe just the option type reads in our offense, that he was just, he was reading the defense differently with him being with him being a former quarterback. He was seeing what he would see instead of what our actual quarterback would see, and he just couldn't develop that chemistry. Which again could probably have been fixed with snaps, but you just don't have the time in the NFL to do that. And they gave him all preseason. He played just about the entire game and every single preseason game yeah. to try and develop that. And I was hoping he would. I mean like I've said over and over, I want the guy to succeed. No, we I still, that. I still want him to succeed no matter where he goes. Like I root for all these guys. What they do is incredible. I mean, there's not a player that's made it to the NFL that is not a phenomenal athlete that is phenomenally dedicated. And I'm such a homer. If they ever play for Houston, even if they go to another team, I still root for them. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, I don't know, to be spiteful against ourselves. Like, look at we screwed up. Could you imagine if our team if we kept so and so or kept so and so? We do that when we we talk about Swearinger all the time. Yeah. It just, it didn't work out. You see other players that can perform better right now. 
and other players that have shown more of an upside than what Braxton has shown. Now, again, phenomenal athlete. He can make people miss. He probably would have been a better running back than wide receiver. It just never... But isn't year three the year of the wide receiver? That's usually when it clicks. But you know coming out of the preseason, if it will. Hmm. All right, well... It is what it is. Braxton's and, I gone. mean, there's got to be more to it as well. He he hasn't been signed yet, so yeah, there must he, be more to it. it yeah, that's exactly. Look at all the teams that need a receiver. No, I know. I mean, we're playing a team this week who has only three. I know. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe there is. It's just, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's more the fact, like I said, it's back-to-back years pretty much. Where, was Jay well, Lodger? No, it's the, I mean, it's the like, year before. It's that. more than even back-to-back. How many other, when you think about all the receivers that we've drafted throughout the years, yeah. We we couldn't either draft them, couldn't develop them. Probably a mixture of both. I'm not going to argue sure. argue about that. On top of us not having consistent quarterback play on top I of that. I think everything. that plays a part. I think that having a solid quarterback as a leader goes into part of developing the re- receivers. As you look at the two teams, Green Bay and, um, Green Bay and the Steelers, that are just known for Churning out yeah. receivers. What is the thing that they have? Constant quarterback play. Consistent quarterback play. Yeah. All right. And then, um, I mean, I like that Sammy Coates made the team. I think that he adds a dynamic to this team that, and we, we've touched on it. We don't really need to go too in depth about it, but he definitely adds a dynamic that we were missing outside of DeAndre, which is a outside receiver that can make a play on the ball. Um, we'll give Deshaun another option for those go up and make a play type passes uh, and he looked really good in preseason I mean he looked he looked really good in preseason uh, Sammy Coates has never been it's never been about the talent of Sammy Coates it's just it's just the fact that he's never been able to make a roster I mean when you're in Pittsburgh who turns when we talk about churns out wide receivers it's I would you would have to put Pittsburgh at number one well, yeah, he ended up. And then getting, he was on the Browns. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, what do you what do you expect? Well, in Pittsburgh, he ended up. He was the number two receiver ahead of Martavius Bryant for a little bit. Yep. And right behind Antonio Brown. Nobody's passing Antonio Brown. No. And Sammy Coates was also their gadget player. Yep. He returned kicks. Um, he would do the jet sweeps. It's just an element that we really need in our offense, and I love that he made the team. And then he broke his hand in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that's once he broke his hand, that's when Martavis Bryant came onto the scene and just blew everybody away. Yep. When he came back from the broken hand, he didn't seem right. He seemed hesitant. Um, he wouldn't attack the ball in the air with his hands. So, might have been in his head after breaking, breaking Which his hand. Which we've seen multiple times. I mean, I broke a finger and that was god awful. I can only imagine yeah. what it was like for him. Um I mean, in my circumstances, the bone got pushed through the skin. My understanding is it was very, very similar for him. I am still messed up in the head playing softball. I can't feel it like I used to. Again, he's a professional athlete. They're paid to get over it quicker. But I can kind of empathize with that. Why would he would have a little bit of a mental block? Sure. He, he lost the ability to use his hands. And then you go to Cleveland. And I don't think it's so much necessarily performance in Cleveland. Right. They've kind of had a purge going on correct of its certain players that the new the new regime isn't on board with 
the fact that Sashi, one of the analytics guys that was at Cleveland, yep. went after Coates. I actually kind of like that. Right. Because he is looking at the fact that Coates has size and speed that you it's not replicated. Sure. And if he gets over that metal block with his hands, which it looks like he has. It does look like he has. Then he's going to be a very good rotational wide receiver. And to be clear, they now are pretty stacked at wide receiver. So Yeah. I mean, they knew that when they cut him this during the offseason. Um, it, wasn't it right after they traded for Landry that they cut him? Yes. So, I mean, you had Landry, Josh Gordon, probably going to be all right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. They probably wish they'd kept him over Corey Coleman at this point. At this point, yeah. I think you're probably right. Um, the guy that I'm the happiest that made the roster is actually Vincent Smith. Yeah, that's a so that, I think that's the true shocker of the uh, of the wide receiving group. Yeah, uh, just because. I mean, first of all, we kept six, um, which is shocking in itself. But then, it's it's. I think it just speaks to you can make plays in the preseason and make the team no matter where you're getting these snaps. And that's exactly how Vincent Smith got on here. Plus, it fuller goes down. Which, let's be clear, is going to happen. You have a guy that can step into Fuller's position as, as the speed guy. Yeah, he doesn't run a 4-2, but he runs a 4-3. he's, he's be a little a, bit bigger. And so. he's a little bigger. So, I don't know. Is he bigger now still? <laughs> well, I mean, height. Height-wise, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, Fuller still looks pretty stocked. Yeah, no, so that's exciting. And it's one of those moments where you're like, okay, good. Like, a, a guy like Vincent Smith makes a team, and hopefully he can make an impact. Hopefully he doesn't see the field, to be honest with you, because if he doesn't see the field, that typically means that the offense is, is doing what it needs to do and everybody's staying healthy. But you can't count on a team staying healthy, uh, as, as we've learned. learned. Yes, as we've learned. So uh, it, it's a good insurance for Will Fuller and definitely nobody. I I would love for somebody to point me out, somebody who had Vincent Smith making the team. Nobody. Because it was not known. Uh, well, I think there was a moment after a couple of where they sat down and watched his tape and they were just like, damn it, dude, you put too much good stuff on tape. I think honestly, they that's part of the reason why we have six rice receivers is they really wanted to put him on the practice squad. There was no way he was going to make it. Who was that or between line? him or, or between him and Andre Shashiri. Shashiri. We were just going to blow our budget on the practice squad for two players. So yeah. they're like, just put them on the roster. What was that middle linebacker during Hard Knocks? Rashard Clyatt? Clyatt, right? Clyatt, yeah. That was the guy who, who got hurt, and Bill O'Brien was just like... Towards ACL. And he was so, but he was so stoked about Clyatt. Yes. I mean, he was truly... That's kind of like what we, this season is, is Vincent Smith this year. Yeah. Is exactly... He's Rashard Clyatt from three years ago. So And I mean... And good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, he's, he look. He looked great in preseason. It's preseason. It's not the ones, but he looked really solid, and he won us a game. What else could make a team? Winning a game. Uh, what about on the defensive side of the ball? Any shockers? Shouldn't be. Not really. Um, uh, I guess Blackson and Heath making the team is somewhat of a shocker. But good I mean, for they, us. Yeah, good. I mean, they both put... You're a Blackson guy. I'm a Heath guy, so it works out. Yeah, they put both put together a, a really good, solid preseason. So, glad that they made made the team. I, I'm sure that either one of them would have gotten picked up. Yeah. 
I was more surprised with what's going on with our safeties in our corners. Yeah. Um, what is it about it that you're kind of kind of surprised about? Again, um, we just said his name, so I'm not going to try to again. Andre C. We um, Andre C. Andre C. Yeah, that's just what I'm going to call him now. <laughs> oh, what about Tyler Irvin? Were you shocked about Tyler Irvin? No. Remember, I talked about it. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I just remember you downplaying him all offseason. I did, and I also said that he was probably still going to make the team. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right go ahead. Andre um, C. Andre C. I, I just went on this rant about our guys and wide receivers. Did we do that with him? What do you mean? Because we were so sure that if he got cut, somebody would sign him to, yeah. to their 52. Yeah, no, that's that's what we said. But uh, he went unclaimed. He went through unclaimed. Um, we did have to give him, I believe, the max contract for the practice squad. Yeah, there were other teams that wanted him on the practice squad. I forgot who the other teams were. I want to say the Jets were one of them. He got five other offers. Yeah. Which is pretty substantial. But he went to where the food has been provided for the last three months. So I'm glad he did. <laughs> I still think that he. Ha- I, th- I still think he has potential. I mean, again, he he didn't really destroy anybody during the preseason, but he played solid. He did pretty much exactly what you would want a replacement level corner to do, and he did it both in the slot and he did it on the outside. Yeah. Uh. I mean, Jeremy Kelly making the the initial roster. Well, that's just because they wanted to put him on the IR. Right. But I, I don't know why they were so concerned somebody was going to steal him. Yeah, I don't he was, he, he was, was kind of a head, pick. He, and then he was hurt. Yeah. He would have been. He would have been fine. They could have risked him. I I I don't know. Uh, and then I think everybody was initially shocked at how many tight ends we we took, and then they realized. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it's back to what we expected. Um, but, yeah, I guess on the defensive side, yeah, just safeties and, and corners. Um, I'm trying to think of what else potentially stood out to me that – yeah, I don't, I don't really think – I think that was about it. I mean, Tre- we, we knew Trevor, Trevor Daniels was making the team. And I'm sure that was a hard conversation for Bill to have. Uh I he was a better punter. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. Again, all of Houston trivia or tri- trivia trivia. <laughs> wow. Our trivia Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I am just yeah. All right. I think they all kind of just like beat it all to death. Yeah. I mean, seriously, are we going to have an argument over a punter? Like, yeah, I just don't understand where that was even coming from. Like, okay, it happens. Like. If a player is better, a player is better, especially in a position where you keep one. Like, and you pay what them do you the argue? minimum, right? What do you argue? And you saved money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I we'll don't. We'll probably have Daniel. It, it's so we'll funny. Pro- we'll probably have Daniels for about ten years, and this is about as much time as we really need to spend talking about punters. It was funny because like Twitter was just kind of in a in a. Uh, uh, I guess they were triggered and to say like, "Well, good luck pinning them." In the corner of the five, it's like, okay, well, unfortunately, I don't know how many Texans games you've watched recently, but we've never had good enough field advantage to where that mattered. So, <laughs> Leckler wasn't putting us in the five either. And I'll take the younger leg. So, um, yeah. All right. So, that's that's it. Oh, Joe Webb. 
I'm glad that, you know, even even Bill O'Brien said today that he made the team. It was just a formality of what they had to go through for for them. So, I mean, it was we weren't going to carry just Brandon Whedon. Joe Webb's a great guy. (laughs) What else you want me to say? Yeah, there you go. Great guy. He's a great guy. Um, The only question I have about our team is why do we have so many safeties? Um, Special teams is what I'm hearing. And AJ Moore and Natrell Jamerson are the other ones that we claim. Jamerson's from the Patriots. And then the other one's from the uh, Saints, I believe. Yep. And then we kept three. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to think. So we have five safeties? I mean, maybe we're just going to play quarters. I don't know. Maybe we'll play nothing else but quarters. All We'll play prevent defense all year. I mean, at one time we had kept four, but I think we ended up cutting Curtis Drummond. I just, it's so many safeties. I just don't understand why we would cut Drummond. I guess is Did somebody claim him yet? No. I, I, didn't, I, I know didn't. Corey Moore got claimed by the Colts, so that's fine. Whatever. Whatever. Um, but Drummond, I don't get because uh, Drummond has shown at times, even last year, there were some plays he made on the ball where it was like, okay, like this dude's looks looking like he's starting to get it. If you're investing that much time into a player, why would you just cut him to sign another safety from another team? And aren't I? It, I could be wrong, but I think they're both rookies. Am I wrong? I think they're both rookies. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so uh, what do you... Uh, why not keep... I don't know. Whatever. The one from the Saints, Jamerson. 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 Yeah. Apparently, we spent a whole bunch of time looking at him. At the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and they really liked him. I get that. The other one Bill is... Bill O'Brien falls in love at the Senior Bowl. He does. And then A.J. Moore was apparently a special teams ace. Oh, but well, isn't that why we have Johnson Batamosi? Yeah. Uh, I mean, how many special team aces do we have? Uh, well, isn't that the whole reason P- Peters continues to make the team? I mean, to be honest with you, I'll take as many as we can get because we've always been god-awful at special teams. So if this year's off-season mission was to sign as many special team aces as possible, well, thank you for taking the investment and noticing that you guys have been god-awful ever since Bill O'Brien has been here. Honestly, ever since the team has been a franchise, we have always been awful at special teams. So, and Kendall Lamb is still on the team. Yeah, that and Ch- like the Chad Slade thing, I don't really understand. Um, Slade got put back on the practice squad, which is crazy to me. I could have sworn he's been on the practice squad for like a hundred years. This is his third year. This is the last year he's eligible to be on the practice squad. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Lamb's going to get cut at some point. There's no way this guy is a swing tackle or whatever you want from him. The guy's awful. But PFF says that he's up there. So, Well, according to PFF, he was our best lineman this preseason. Correct. So there you go. So, yeah, Nick Martin was not very good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm kind of wondering why Kendall Lamb is on the team, but I don't know. All right, let's get into this week. We go to Gillette Stadium, 12 p.m. kickoff. Robin's making the special meatballs. And we're watching number 12 against number four. Is it going to look like last year? No. 
No. No. no what are you no, expecting? No, no. Is it because they have nobody to throw to? Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank and God! All, and Thank all, God! And all we have are safeties. I swear to God, if we lose because of Cordero Patterson, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> We're going to lose to a kickoff return by Cordero Patterson. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. That's what happens to us. No, but I mean, from a showdown standpoint, I mean, are we expecting... Has is this a game Deshaun has had circled since the schedule released? I think the whole team has had it circled. I'm sure. I mean, we play them tough. For people think can think we, what they want, we play them tough. We beat them last year. We beat them in the AFC uh, playoffs. In the playoffs, what was that? The divisional round? Yeah. No. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we beat them then. Had we had. Shane Leckler at quarterback. We probably would have won that game. <laughs> I'm just yeah. being honest. You don't hold Brady to under 52% completion ratings. Very I'm often. not going to say our season's over if we don't beat him. No. However, if we don't beat him to open this season, we're, just, we're not going to. We're not beating him until Brady retires. I mean, yeah, if we don't beat him now, we're not going to. I mean, this, this is they start slow every year. They start slow. They don't have enough receivers to play. Yes, they signed two. I don't know. Of course, they found another white guy off some other body's team. Yeah, but they cut our boy that we were in. Uh, uh, Ryland, right? Yeah. Here. Hey, my guys, dude. We are, whenever he was a Texan. Anyway. But we just. They have some holes on their defense. They have a new. Out, New often or a new, new defensive, defensive coordinator. They are two of their running backs are hurt. If we don't get them this time, essentially, um, Edelman can't play. He's of course with his suspension. This is this is our chance. We're gonna we're going in full strength. We yep. have literally everybody. Yep. We. May need to really enjoy that statement because that might be the only time this year that we get to say it. Sure. But we literally have everybody. Yeah. This is our team at full strength. Yep. With Jump, safeties. With safeties. All the safeties. With all the safeties. <laughs> this year, <laughs> one of them will get an interception on Brady and hold on to it. And hopefully it's the Honey Badger. Actually, I don't care who it is. <laughs> For us, it's a big game. For Deshaun Watson, it's a big game. Yeah. For the Patriots, it's just a game. It's a, it's a, huh? Oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, football's today. Yeah. Yeah. They're winning their division without even waking up. They're gonna go win. They can go nine and seven this year and win the East. The East is horrible. Mm. The East is what everybody used to think the South was. Mm. I don't know, dude. Who? I I think the Jets are gonna be a good team this year. Even not, with a rookie quarterback. Not this year. Maybe next year. Not no, I, year. I think I, I don't. Ex- this is the year I actually think that the Patriots fall down. To whom? The Jets? No, just in general. Like as a team, I think they heavily the Dolphins decline. are a dumpster fire. Dolphins are a dumpster fire. The Bills are, are starting Nathan Peterman. Five yeah. interceptions in the first half. Nathan Peterman. That small sample size. I still think Peterman's going to be a fine pro. However, I honestly think that the Bills are trying to have the worst record in in football this year. Oh, how, what else could they be doing? Yeah, they have that, no reason to win. Yeah. They There's if there's one team that you choose that has no reason to win this year, it's the Buffalo Bills. Right. 
They have every reason to get the first pick overall. The Jets may be the only team in that division that have anything going for them. And I like Darnold. I think I think that the Jets... I thought he was going to be a bust, but I like Darnold too. I think the Jets are probably at least a year or two away. They don't really have any receivers. Their number one receiver is Robbie Anderson. Their number two is Quincy Anunia. Again, I mean... Average guys, I get it. They're not They're not exactly world beaters. They don't have... The Jets don't have a running back. Nope. They don't really have a tight end. I nope. mean, Darnold is going to be fine, but they need to get him some weapons. So they're not quite there. So yes, the Patriots, when they wake up at midseason, look around, are probably going to walk into five wins and then, you know just by existing. So for them, it's not that us playing them this week, whatever to them. It's an extra preseason game to them. They lose. They don't care. They're going to get a free win next the week after we win. We get letterman jackets. <laughs> <laughs> we win. We are going to the Super Bowl. We'll be the reaction. <laughs> oh God. The subreddit is going to explode. We're all going to explode. I will be up there leading the charge, but you know what? We should win. No, we should win. We are a better team on offense. We are a better team on defense. I don't think we'll ever be better than them on special teams because it is a heavy emphasis by everybody in that building to be good at everything, and special teams is something they practice. I think that we will be able to get to Tom Brady just like we did in the AFC Divisional Round two years ago. I think it's going to be a problem for Brady. I think we win the game. I don't think we run away because you just don't typically run away from the Patriots. But I'll tell you this. If there's any week that a team runs away from the Patriots, just historically, it's week one. And then they end up like they end up losing a 41 to seven and then they win a Super Bowl. It's just the way it works. I think that our team is better right now. And I think our team is better in a lot of different places. And I think we have a lot of depth. And I, I do think that we should win this game. I do think Deshaun feels like this is the game for him right now. That I think he knows that there are people that are saying last year was a fluke. You know, I think he, he has that chip on his shoulder, which I think he has every week. And uh, I'm expecting I'm expecting us to come out and and put our foot on their necks. I think we win like I don't know twenty four seventeen something like that. And I think our defense wins us the game. I'm not gonna argue with that. I don't like to predict scores. I know why is that? This okay, this is our second year of doing this. Can we get past the score thing? I just people want to hear scores. Because they, you are literally pulling a number out of your ass. Yeah. Literally. No, exactly. I literally <laughs> just pulled it out just now. I mean, I'm sure you put some thought into it, but... It's predicting the future. Do you... I mean... It's just kind of one of those things where... I don't know. I just don't like predicting scores. Okay. All right. All right. Well, However, I think 24-17. 24-17. Heavy... I think we're going to beat them comfortably. I don't think we're going to crush them. I think that they've still got a... They're rebuilding their offensive line. Like, I'm just 
went on a five minute rant on all the things wrong with the Patriots. We should beat them comfortably. Yeah. We are going to beat them just comfortably enough that people are going to be like, Houston's going to the Super Bowl, which is going to be awkward. Yeah, you saying it now makes it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a fun week after. Yeah, because we play the gonna, Titans after that, so yeah. that'll be even better. It's going to be, yeah. No, I, I think uh, I think we're better than them. I think they have a lot. I still think there's things they're figuring out. And then I think a lot of the offseason stuff with what's been going on there as well, people can say that it's not a big deal. But Tom Brady has not been as outspoken as he has been this offseason about so many different things. I There's something wrong with the Patriots organization. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't get into it enough to be able to point the finger at Guerrero or Belichick or Kraft or Brady. But you've never seen them at this point where they are not uniformed or in sync. And I'm just wondering if that's going to roll into the season. This is I think the Patriots last ride. I agree I, with you. I think this, this is, is the last year. Yeah. All these things have been kind of floated. I love this theory, and it's a completely bullshit theory, that Belichick has allowed all these rumors and all this disconnect to kind of start. So when he retires with Brady, he can just say, oh, I'm I'm done. He's just like, I'm tired of it all, and I'm done. And he doesn't have to act like he's just retiring because Brady's retiring. Right. And this way, he is cemented in history as the best coach of all time. Hey, news, Belichick. Knock, knock. As of right now, you still are the best coach all time. I mean, it's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, that's I, lunacy. It's it's a bullshit theory that's been floated out there. Sure. Um, I granted, I do think that it's more just Belichick's kind of towards the end, and he's like, whatever. I don't. I I'm not going to fight things the way that he used to. Yeah. Um, I think that's the entire reason why Garoppolo got traded. He was just like, whatever. I've only got a year or two left of doing this. Just whatever. Get him. Get him going. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is that in. In literally six days, we're going to be watching a game that gives us excitement. Grab your beers, get your koozies, throw on that jersey that you've been waiting to, that you have. You have it in a special place in your closet. Grab it, throw it on as soon as you wake up in the morning. Grab your donuts and kolaches. Enjoy the coffee with the kids. Then 12 o'clock rolls around and it's time. It's game time. It's Texans time. And uh, it's an exciting time for us so this is uh this is a great way to kick off i can't wait uh and yeah what else john is that it is that what we're into with that's it huh all right well texans fans it's been an awesome off season now the real season begins obviously you can find us anywhere just google texans unfiltered just literally go to www.google.com and type in texans unfiltered and you'll find us no need to keep pushing the platforms you can find us on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Houston FB Pod. That's H O U S T O N F B P O D uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow, uh, go to our patron, uh, www.patreon.com backslash Texans Unfiltered. Uh, we will be having our draft on Tuesday, which is tomorrow, as we're recording on a Monday for our Dynasty League. And with that, I will be talking to you guys next Monday after a victory over the New England Patriots. Young Ari Gold signing off for the Texans Unfiltered. We'll catch you guys next week. 
When they had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure, we still got it done, man. When they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Now it's our time to shine, it's our time to keep it 100. So we gonna go out here and show them our